Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Helen Panos. I'm your host and your guest today. And I will be talking to you all about helping students catch up on unfinished learning. And what that is, is teachers and educators are calling it unfinished uh, learning because of the last two years of the pandemic. So it's post-pandemic um, gaps, I could, I guess I would term it as. And um, so two years into the pandemic, public schools struggling to help students recover from the you know, academic disruptions caused by COVID. And while many students are lagging academically and suffering from what some educators are calling uh, unfinished learning, um, experts are saying that there are steps that teachers and parents can take to help kids catch up and to minimize the impact on the rest of their academics uh, for the rest of their life um, through 12th grade. So not everybody is off track, of course, but the great majority of kids are behind where they would have been had we not had a pandemic. So research is showing that the majority did not make the gains expected in a typical year and that achievement gaps have widened. And, and that's no big surprise, uh, of course, with two years of first students were not uh, in school for that last two months of 2020. Then when they started back up in the fall, there were a lot of delays at first, if you recall, and then, you know, they were coming in and but some were coming out and going back in and staying virtual back and forth between holidays. So 2020 to 2021 was a little bit, was half off, okay? And then in 2021 of the fall of 2021, the kids are pretty much back in school. Yes, they were wearing masks for a while. And now that as of, uh, I think about January or so, they've released those masks. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of back and forth and not a lot of consistency, which is what promotes uh, good academics. So um, an analysis has also been conducted and on average students that finished the 2020-21 school year were about five months behind in math and four months behind in reading. Um, and then in certain places, that gap is even larger than that. You could figure where you might have a little bit of a low income area. It would be more like six months in math, behind six months in math and behind also in reading like five months. So um, obviously there is some differences in the impact of the pandemic 
and how it's not exactly equal, but that's pretty much it's exasperated, you know, the existing inequalities in terms of schools that have resources and schools that didn't have as many resources before the pandemic. Pandemic, and we're talking, you know, technology being one of the biggest resources. Um, and we know that there was some hard times to get enough uh, devices out to children, if you think back. So how schools are responding to all of this is um, quite interesting. Um, we know the school disruptions have continued into 2021, 2022. And, you know, like I said, in the fall, we had the Omicron variant surge that prompted some more school closures at the time and maybe some quarantines. But some early evidence suggests that students have continued to lose academic ground as a result of it of all of this really. And um, basically due to the due to reduced class sizes, teachers can work with smaller groups and that's what they were trying to work on. Um, identifying gaps in learning more quickly and providing individualized attention as much as they could to close those gaps. So that was going on in certain school systems, but not all, but that was one of the solutions they were trying out with instructional coaches being hired when they could find them. I mean, there's not as many out there as they, they wanted to get. They had the uh, money and the resources, but not as many people as they could find for the, that had those qualifications. So um, another tool that kind of nationwide was being used was called accelerated learning. And what, how they viewed that was rather than attempting to get through all the previous year's contents that students missed, the approach would involve teaching grade level content and providing support as needed where teachers would see the need. Uh, the strategy required coordination, coordination across teaching teams and involving some tutoring and other interventions between the teams um, in your school. So you might've heard some of this between your child's teachers. Um, <clears throat> the academic recovery is going to be a multi-year process, however, and we all know that. We probably assumed that. If you didn't, yes, I, I, I probably figured that out quite a long time ago, back in, um, I'd say, hmm, April of 2020. Um, schools need to try to understand, though, that which initiatives they're working well and which ones are not working well. So they're all just, you know, trying to work this out and trying to figure it out. So there's really not one correct answer in trying to fix this problem that's occurred over the last two years. So helping students catch up is a priority for the school districts and it's not clear that all districts have a comprehensive uh, strategy that's uh, being steered at the district level. Some may even um, kind of drop it down to the school principal and what do they think they need for their students. Um, so it may vary a little bit from school to school within a school district. Um, also, while schools face this challenge of making up for months of unfinished learning, parents have the role to play at home too. So this is what parents can do. Um, try as much as possible to be both engaged with your kids and uh, schooling and, you know, just to help them get re-engaged with school because a, a lot of them may have lost interest. There's some anxiety and stress going on from, you know, the last two years that might keep them disengaged. And so um, parents just try to do the best you can in trying to engage them. Um, keep up with the teachers, communicate with them, 
And I know here at Dynamis Learning Academy, uh, all the students that we tutor and we connect as much as possible with the teachers, especially if the parent will allow us to do that. They just have to connect us with the teacher. We'll be happy to have a discussion with them about what they see is, is going on with the child. And we found that to be extremely helpful um, because it really does take a community and that means the parent, the child, the tutor and the teacher. And the teacher of all people see the kids the most, uh, eight hours a day, right? And if they're in middle school or high school, they see multiple teachers. So really in a way that's better because you get multiple perspectives on that. But students may not have, you know, the necessary skills to learn concepts considering age appropriateness a few years ago. This may be a great time to look for tutors. Um, and I, I see that happening quite a bit right now. Um, not everybody has the resources, of course, for private tutoring. And one of the most important things parents can do is communicate with the teachers, as I've said already, to find out how their children are doing what supports they might need, what school resources are available, can they attend some of the, own of the teachers tutoring. Um, they may have some other resource that's going on in the school, um, but if that doesn't work to your schedule, then I would promote reaching out to a tutoring company and, and getting some help. Don't let anything that's continuing to go on continue to get worse. Um, because if you are seeing something, parents, and you know it doesn't seem right, then it's best to get an expert such as myself to talk to at least so that we can guide you in the right direction. If we think you definitely need to be doing something in particular, then we can guide you. Um, so we know that school systems are doing the best they can. They don't always do what is needed and, you know, it's just how it is sometimes. Um, it really just depends on funding a lot of, a lot of, this, a lot of the times. And um, parents should not be really um, bashful about pushing a principal or teacher and getting some answers for, your, for what you need to know about. Um, that communication should extend to your child's social emotional well-being as well. And I've even got on my podcast uh, five mindfulness tips in this season, season five, what you can refer to, and please do use any of those tips for your children. It's important for parents to really be monitoring for this disengagement um, and what we consider mental health issues, um, because uh, starting to see that quite a bit, uh, some less than others. And make sure that students are receiving additional help with the social, emotional, mental health needs because we know that many kids are struggling to get motivated to go to school. One way you could do that is by contacting your, um, start with the school counselor for your child's grade level and start there or the assistant principal. Um, they may have to include in the social worker or the psychologist or an SST or RTI person possibly, but I would definitely start with the school counselor or assistant principal to your child's grade level, definitely. A special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Parents, we are all aware that public schools and private institutions use standardized testing to make a lot of decisions in terms of your children's academic success and, and, and uh, placements in their schools throughout the year. Mastering test-taking strategies are very important. 
so important that they need to be taken care of earlier on rather than in middle or high school. These strategies are something that can be taught to children if they are not aware of them. Reach out to us at Dynamis Learning Academy as we have done a great job in assisting children with understanding how to take tests and be successful at them. We can be reached at 770-282-9931. Thank you. So indeed, some parents, uh, academics are taking a back seat to helping kids recover socially and emotionally. And as a parent, uh, I am sure you are concerned about learning loss and academic performance. Um, but, you know, children have already lost so much these past two years. Uh, they've lost time with friends lost freedom, lost security. They've lost the carefree tone of childhood. Possibly they've lost time in the classroom for sure. They lost time with family. Some of them didn't get to see grandparents and other family members and some have even lost loved ones. So let's keep all of that in mind when uh, we're trying to re-engage children during this time to get them back into uh, some type of normalcy. Um, I do wanna share <clears throat> that um, we have three strategies to bridge the gap of unfinished learning I'd like to share with you real quick, um, and I'm just going to briefly go over these, and we can talk more about this. You can reach out to me at Helen at DynamistLearningAcademy.com, and we can go over more of this, but, um, you know, basically curriculums are already broken down by what students should know based on their age, abilities, and knowledge that they acquire in previous grades. So every grade level builds upon the fundamentals that have been mastered in the previous school year. Um, but what if some of these blocks, building blocks that help students understand new lessons are missing? Um, so this is you know, what just happens. Since students are different and they learn at their own pace, the learning loss is bound to occur at every school year just automatically. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of mixture of children in classrooms from attention issues to social economics to just initial disadvantages to disabilities. So, you know, we've got <clears throat> some mental health situations that might be uh, coming into play. So, you know, basically a gap of unfinished learning gets wider when this happens. And then the, there's more of a challenging time to catch kids up. It gets more difficult, but also more frustrating to master these lessons as well as hitting learning goals for teachers to do that. Um, the difficulty adapting to higher grade levels, unfinished learning can lead to <clears throat> overwhelmed feelings of being behind, some kids may have that feeling already. So how to compensate for that lost time and help struggling students master new lessons is um, you know, basically on top of mind right now. So three strategies that teachers and or tutors are trying to implement to address unfinished, what we'll call an unfinished learning and bring the students back on track. Number one is assessment of the student's existing knowledge. You've probably seen a lot of school systems testing quite a bit. Um, they're doing that so they can use the data. So please do, I would highly suggest you do those tests. Um, so when assessing the gaps caused by unfinished learning, they're gonna consider an individual group that's been affected in terms of an entire class. Um, how much 
slip through the cracks possibly and what's the best way to test unfinished learning or the best way to test that yes measuring learning loss for instance um what they're looking for that um diagnosing where your students might be coming from in terms of data which can then form a plan to help the students succeed uh, certain students may need more patience than others more repetition testing will show whether the learning loss occurred within that group, the entire class, or whether the affected individuals are just kind of like a one-off. So all of these kind of things are helping um, probably school systems right now to try to figure out where the learning loss is and to what degree. Um, before testing the un for unfinished learning, a prior testing what slipped through the cracks in students' learning was what we would consider. Uh, what your students should know to master the higher grade lessons, identify ha and have a clear view of concepts that students understand successfully. Um, standardized testing gives a lot of helpful data and a bird's eye view of how many students are affected by unfinished learning and how severe is it. So please do uh, the Georgia milestones, do any Iowa's or MAPS testing that they're doing whatever your school district is doing. Many students uh, do dread tests, we, we understand that, but it's better for their social and emotional growth to actually camouflage the testing as part of the instruction if, if, if that can be done. Um, what caused the gap in learning? Well, just a lot of things. External factors are disrupting it, such as COVID pandemic, setting back students about four to five, six months. Um, this is disproportionate loss of learning over summer break. Uh, that typically just happens as well. So if you think about it, we had already two summers where kids are been behind. So keep that in mind. And number two um, is how to plan how to address the unfinished learning. And think about that after diagnosing which basics are missing, it's time to incorporate that into any extra lessons and compensating for previous grade level content. We do help as tutors here in Dynamis Learning Academy to help figure out where the gaps are. Um, it might be tempting to go back and cover all student gaps from previous years. However, that approach is very time consuming and overwhelming. So um, nowadays what educators are trying to do is do what's called acceleration, addressing concepts that haven't been mastered in the context of newer lessons. Now, of course, that's what they're going to do because they don't have time to go back and pick up, um, you know, concepts where they have to remediate. That's just not going to really be able to happen. So every school has a finite number of days and months, as well as new skills and knowledge to master. And this scaffolding or acceleration of basics uh, that slip through the cracks in lessons based on the need of students connects lessons better as they perceive it as a whole. So that's how they feel about it. But here at Donovan's Learning Academy, we do feel like we can easily go back and figure out what your children might've been missing. If we have some test scores from Georgia milestones or Iowa's or MAP scores, we can easily try to uh, figure that out for you and try to pick up the gaps. So prioritizing core concepts. Um, so attaining, having attainable goals without overwhelming your students is important. 
dealing with unfinished learning isn't the same for essential subjects and skills that have been proven more challenging for students. <clears throat> and focus on the basics and don't spend time on a lot of redundancy. The goal is just to master the concepts that form the basic basis of the current curriculum as much as possible. And number three, help your students cultivate a growth mindset. So um, what does that include? Using learning materials that work for the student's level, create a positive learning environment and introduce the concept of lifelong learning. That last one is very important because I know kids at their age don't understand looking way into the future. But, you know, there's been a great deal of research that reports which concepts students can master depending on the grade level. So I would suggest that um, workbooks, books, materials that follow this idea. However, you know, not all students are on the presumed grade level that they should be on. So we can give them like a test and try to figure that out with you. Um, <clears throat> we do look at materials specific to data and we also look to see um, where they're lacking and where the gaps are so that we can fill those in while we're tutoring. And that's why summer tutoring is very important. Um, that's a great time for kids to catch up. So we wanna definitely form a positive learning environment. So let's try to help cultivate that growth mindset with kids. A lot of kids today are saying they're dumb or they, they don't know how to do this or don't know how to do that. And, you know, let's try to steer them in a positive light and help them understand these new things. If they give themselves some time to learn it, they, we can approach it from that standpoint. It also helps them to know that these new things um, <clears throat> and are, don't question their core intelligence, but instead help them grow and develop. Um, because if we do not uh, encourage this growth mindset, then we're gonna have some possible helplessness, especially in areas, you know, they're gonna feel helpless areas and subjects where they don't invest more time in, such as maybe math or writing. It can also result in the type of procrastinations or procrastinators who avoid work because they believe it's too difficult for them to learn and complete the task. So we've seen some of that going on lately, <clears throat> um, especially with students who struggle with mental math or health or need more time or a different teaching approach than others. So anybody that struggles with mental health. Um, <clears throat> to create a positive learning environment, let's try to encourage students to help each other, um, help them develop inner motivation for learning as well. And what we wanna say is train the, their minds to think in a certain way and perceive that education is a specific light. Um, like math develops logical thinking and reading trains students to think creatively, critically, and be empathetic toward others. So we can try to develop this attitude towards learning by teaching them how to seek out reliable information that there's never too, too late to address learning loss. And, um, always material that can help students master anything that may be a gap. Um, there's plenty of materials out there. Um, creating a room to grow, learn and develop. 
I'll end with this. Um, so educators can use, um, and tutors do this too, we help students to make up for concepts that slip through the cracks, including assessments and testing, um, that unfinished learning. Um, overall, it's about addressing unfinished learning and planning solutions that are in addition instead of a supplement. And um, these unfinished learning needs need to be addressed sooner than later and solved. Unfinished hints that students have more space for growth and they just need more time to master the concepts. That's all, uh, nothing critically wrong, just you need a little bit more time is how I would present it to the student. If you need help with these um, inappropriate grade, grade level content, then we're happy to talk to your child and encourage them and work with them on any content or specific subjects they're having difficulty with or you know you notice that the gaps are affecting them please reach out especially for summer tutoring or tutoring anytime i'm glad you could join me today and i hope uh you join us again next week with another guest and be be safe and be good thank you take care bye bye for now thank you for listening to smart parents successful students podcast I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember... I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamus learningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.